0: Better with Dr. Erica We better do better
1: Welcome to Better with Dr. Erica. What's up? You know how I had a surprise for you. Well, here it is. Season one is in the books, but I have something special for you. Stay tuned for a special episode of the best of the speed round. This episode will be filled with highlights from the speed round with my thoughts about them sprinkled in. You'll want to stay on until the last moment to catch all of this wisdom. We'll talk about lessons from moms, strategies to deal with disrespect, superpowers, but not the shooting lasers out of your eyes kind, and ways to do self-care. This episode highlights Olympian judo coach and author, Dr. Roddy Ferguson, attorney and real estate developer, Eric Guster. Physician leadership coach and author, Dr. Lisa Herbert, and physician business coach, sexual wellness expert, OBGYN, and lube creator, Dr. Dreon Birch, also known as Dr. Dre, but not beats by Dr. Dre, Dr. Dre. (laughs) You can even Google it. You'll you'll definitely get some entertainment on the Google. So you're going to want to stay on until the very end to catch all of these lessons and additional nuggets on how to be better, do better, and live better. This is more than just a collection of clips. You're going to get some new material in there, too. So let's get to it. First up is Dr. Roddy Ferguson from episode 14 about Olympic mindset and mental health. Hold on to your seats because Dr. Roddy is the poster child of Tell It Like It Is. Don't miss the epic dating idea either. Also, if you didn't catch the full episode, you'll want to go back and listen to it to hear thoughts of Sha'Keri Richardson, Simone Biles, and the difference between regular folks and elite athletes.
2: Better with Dr. Erica.
1: I still have speed round questions. So,
3: yeah, you you aren't off the hook. Let's speed round the questions. Let's do speed round questions.
1: Yeah, you're not off the hook, but these are easy. The first one is What is the best lesson you learned from your mom? How to pray. Mm. Oh, I love that one. I haven't gotten that as an answer yet. I love that one. The next one is: What's one piece of advice that you would like to give your younger self?
3: Don't marry her.
1: Oh Lord Jesus! I, I feel like <laughs> no, I have. I have gotten. I have gotten that one before. <laughs> I have gotten that one. Um, we're just gonna
3: let that do what it do. Just do what it do. Let that. Don't even just let it let
4: we let just it gonna burn.
1: let it marinate.
3: No, no, let it burn up. Go ahead.
1: The next one is what is a favorite gift to yourself?
3: A nap. <sighs> hey, hey, ain't it something when you get over 40? You be like, you be like, a, nap. like <laughs> a nap. A nap be like a diamond ring. A nap.
1: Yeah. I know. I was I was yeah. scheming on one today.
3: Like, yeah. listen, those-
1: I, I accidentally got one during Netflix.
3: Hey, listen, for those people who are single who are listening, if you want to, if you want to go, if you want to, you want to be real romantic, you walk up to the young lady and say, you know what? I just think we could just go out and hang out and then come back and take a nap. Ooh. Listen, you might be all right because ain't nobody offering no naps. <laughs> that, that that's that new new. That's that new game. <laughs> you have to get the nap. We can go take a nap, especially if you're over forty. They just want to take a nap.
1: Yeah, and if, and and the, the cool thing is if someone's taken to a new another level, and be like, "I got these special pajamas for you. I'm a lady. Slip is out for you. Boom, a nap. And some we got some lavender essential oil.
3: Everything going on. Everything going on. And we listen. We over. I, I'm not going to touch you. I just want. I really. I do want a nap. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want a nap.
4: Lord,
3: no.
1: What's the oh no! That was priceless. That I think that one made my day. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I just keep chuckling thinking about that one. Um, you have a day off. What are you looking forward to doing?
3: Exercising.
1: Oh, I love it. I need you to possess me.
3: <laughs> you you want a nap? huh?
1: I, I need to get my exercise life
3: a nap, a nap and some snacks. Huh? You seem like you like a nap and snacks.
1: Um, I used to not be into naps and snacks. Until
3: the, um, until, the, uh, until the COVID. COVID. Let's put it all on COVID.
1: Well, the problem was, at the beginning of COVID, I was a beast. I lost like 20 pounds. I was running. You,
3: you, you was Miss Peloton.
1: And then something happened. I think I went back in the office. I actually did better when I was away, when I was working from home full time. And I found every pound I lost. I found them all like it was a scavenger hunt. Like it was Easter. And I had an Easter egg hunt. I had all the eggs. I found them all. It is what it is. (laughs) Oh, well. Uh, what is one thing that you do when someone disrespects you or underestimates you?
3: Nothing. It don't bother me at all. Oh,
1: I love it.
3: It don't bother me at all. And the that, last one. That, that, that has nothing to do with me. That has nothing to do with me. That's with them. I'm, I'm good. I ain't Yeah. A-
1: and the last one is, what is your superpower?
3: Manipulation.
1: Oh, that just sounds so um I'm trying to think of the word for it. Diabolical.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> that was a shoulder shrug you guys couldn't hear. <laughs> I, I, got, I got like in my my profession requires me to be a master manipulator, but people that doesn't mean it's in the negative.
1: I'll accept that. It's just the way you said it, though. It's still yeah. the way it came out sounded diabolical.
3: If you guys can see her face right now, the way she did her hands, it was horrible.
1: <laughs> hey, I know I'm not cool. I'm okay well, with well, the bad time. not the coolest person.
3: You are better than cool. You hear what I'm telling you? You are better than cool.
1: I do what I can. Did you hear that? <laughs> Who knew that naps could be the new sexy I might marry the next guy that comes up with a nap plan. Have you heard of the nap ministry? It is a thing. His answer also highlighted how perspective can be a game changer because I will admit I wouldn't have originally thought of manipulation as a positive. Can also give a shout out for that lesson from mom, how to pray. That's one of those gifts that keeps on giving. I still also remember the person that taught me to meditate. Only Roddy could come up with such creative answers. But you know what? There are more coming at you. Next up is Eric Guster from Episode 14. His answers highlight family, and he has an entire word about dating. No matter if you're single, engaged, or married, you're gonna wanna catch this. His answers made me think that I need to have a dating episode. (laughs) Let me know if you want me to do one. (laughs) Stay
2: tuned.
1: All right. So first speed round question. What is the best lesson you've learned from your mom?
0: To love and protect my spouse. Oh, I love that one. Yep. Uh, can can love, and, love and protect your spouse no matter what. And sometimes it's from your family.
1: <laughs> I, I feel like we need you and your mom to go on the road with all these single dudes that my friends and I
0: have been meeting. <sighs> it, it, it's, it, ooh, ooh.
1: Did I say that out loud?
0: Yeah, yeah. What well, what's the issue with the single dudes? Like what what part of it? Let's start there.
1: Um, I think on 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 one end, and this isn't every single guy, so I'm not male bashing here. But there are a lot of men I've met have not necessarily been intentional about spending time or of being consistent. So it ends up being one of those things where. They may say, let's get together on such and such, or let's do such and such, and then they don't. Or I'm going to call, then they don't. Or the last minute, what you doing? You know, or, or, the, or the, I'm just going to invite myself to your house in the middle of a pandemic. It's
0: <laughs> like, no, nah, bruh, you can't do that.
1: I can't make this up. And I, I think it's this this space of of meeting someone that val- values you as a human being but also values your time um
0: that's and a, that's a whole and, different podcast
1: and and lives and lives in a space that what they say their values are is how they actually live because that that's the thing i've run up upon it's not I met people and their value system seemed super janky It's just they'll say they'll say or they'll describe their values as one thing but then what they prioritize or how they live is not aligned with what they presented as their value system.
0: Well they present their representative you know and, well, they, and one of the one of the kind of systemic issues that we have, is guys are not encouraged to date to marry. And that has been one of our issues in our culture, mm-hmm. unfortunately. We, we haven't been encouraged to date to marry. And that's why it's important when guys are in that space of looking to for a mate to have friends who are similarly situated and looking or already have that thing so that they can pour into them about what it really takes. Like for example, my friends, all of my really close guy friends, either are either in very, very serious relationships or married. So we talk a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk a lot and it's confidential talks and encouraging talks and and I realize how similarly similar our relationships and our, our, our relationships are or how similar our marriages are. And when you have people around you who are similarly situated, it's much easier to move in that space. But if you have everyone around you who's bacheloring, it's much more difficult to get it together.
4: Well,
1: and I, I feel like there's always these complicated things of Sometimes I feel like there there are people that would actually be able to respect and treat each other well but they're not always meeting each other. The pandemic has probably met made meeting people a little bit more complicated and and I think there are times where because people feel like you have to show up a certain way, they're not able to always be honest about what they're actually looking for or what their intentions are. And you know, I think there's there's nothing wrong if you don't want to actually really date. You just want to kick it, or you're looking for a little something, something. I, I think it's just getting to a point of adulting where everyone can be honest about what their intentions are, because most likely you can still meet someone that has aligned intentions. But that way, you're kind of staying in the pond where your
0: fish are. Right, and you don't have to lie. What is it? You ain't got a lot of kick it, Craig. You just have to <laughs> be honest because like you said, you can find someone who wants the same thing as you, but don't waste their time telling a lie that you may have still been able to do what you wanted to do if you were honest with them and or just find someone who's looking for the same thing. It's not very difficult.
1: And I think the other thing I'm laughing, these speed round questions have turned into a whole nother section. I know. It is is back to that theory or the concept of authenticity is, is that if people are honest about who they are and are also willing to do the work on themselves, because sometimes I feel like it's not that folks are are lying or men are lying. It's, this is what they think they, this is where they think they are. This is what they think they want. But I think for men and women or non-binary people, because you know, my, my friends, I have some friends that are, um, are gay, and everyone's dealing with the same stuff. It's just a question. You just swap the genders out. My, right. my good friend that's a lesbian, she has the same dating issues I have. It's just with women doing it, not dudes. Yeah. Is, is that we all have to be willing to do the work on ourselves. And if we do that work on ourselves, it puts us in a better place to not only find a mate, but to be a good mate when we find someone that is actually aligned. And I, I think if I had to say one message out there to all the dudes is be willing to do the work on yourself. Because I also know some guys that are like, I really want to be married, but then you, you, I, I'm not analyzing them as a psychiatrist, but I just happen to be one. It's like, it's like you probably need to get some of your, as, as the young people say, your mentals together.
0: <laughs> and it's true because, if you, if you don't have yourself together, you you are no good to anyone else. And a lot of people miss that point. You're no good if, if your mindset is not right. You're no good if you're still dealing with pain. You're no good if you're still broken from that last relationship. You're no good to that next relationship. So you have to get yourself together first before you move into another space.
1: Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll make it to the next question. I feel like this particular episode, Speed Round, is not so Speed Round.
0: Not, I know. We, but I love, podcast, it. I, I, I love it.
1: I love it. I love it. I love it. What is one piece of advice you'd like to give to your younger self?
4: <laughs>
0: Don't marry that girl. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Um, I was oh, married I'm- before. I mean, straight <laughs> up. I was married before. It was a waste of my five years. And it was a, it, it was a waste of my five years and I shouldn't have married her. That's one piece of advice. Woo, that was quick, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, um but
1: hey, but sometimes that, sometimes it is that simple.
0: That goes back to what we just discussed. Sometimes people do things because it's not authentic. It was like it was one of those situations where you're 30 years old, you need to go mm-hmm. and get married for my family, right? You need to go and get married. You're 30 years old, you need to go and settle down. Okay, I guess I do. And I so, settled down with the wrong person. It was a disaster. And when I talk to guys about going to the next level with whomever they're dating, that's one of the things I talk about. Why do you why are you interested in her for marriage? is it you is it family pressure is it society pressure because society pressures people to do things all the time and then it turns out to be a disaster so if you're not ready to do it don't do it if you're not ready to get married definitely don't do it if this person is not the right person for you leave don't marry that person because if you get into that relationship and it's the wrong person it's it's going to sink like the titanic And that's what I did. That's one piece of advice.
1: Oh, why do I have this vision of you being Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio, sinking into the ocean (laughs) abyss because Rose won't let you share the raft? Why do I? I just, I just, I'm sorry. Now I've got all that stuff. I got Celine Dion in my head. It's it's It's, a mess. That's why we're gonna move to another question so I can get Celine Dion out of my head. Um, what My heart is a, will go
0: on? Yeah.
1: I know that song. That song still still gets me. It just whoever wrote it and her performance of it. Yeah. it, yeah. it that song is just this one of them songs. You just get all emotional. So away from all the, the the feels and the emotions, what is a favorite gift to
0: yourself? Ooh, favorite gift. Mm. Mm-hmm. Gift.
1: It doesn't have to even be anything big. It could be big, small.
0: You're open to interpret it. These these golf clubs I just bought, Woo. they're hot. Ooh. Um uh, my favorite favorite I don't buy myself a lot. my golf club. I mean that's that's reasonable. Golf clubs yeah. are reasonable. Yeah. this. I'm love sure golf.
1: they I'm sure they were fitted. I'm not I'm sure they were nice for golf clubs.
0: They they are. I mean they on fire. Yeah.
1: You probably have like kung fu grip.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I, I got them sized and they're perfect for me and got ordered them special order. And they finally came four weeks ago and that's why they're fresh in my mind because I play golf at a at the club five minutes from my house so it makes it very convenient and I try to play two or three days a week.
1: Sweet. Um, yeah. We'll see if this is the answer to the next question. You have a day off. What are you looking forward to doing?
0: Uh day off, sitting at our pool with my daughter and my wife. Uh, that's what I would look forward to doing. But my but my wife is pregnant and it's Alabama and it's hot. So we don't get outside a mm-hmm. whole lot because it's just it's hot. hot. It's hot. So yeah, that's what I would look forward to doing. But I just try to keep her in the cool so she can stay cool.
1: Uh, yeah. I've, I've heard rumors. My mother was pregnant in the summer. It's rough. I still it's hear rough. stories.
0: Believer, her, thank her, buy her that brunch that she wants because it's, it's rough.
1: Oh, she reminds me of how long she was in labor. And yeah, yeah, she reminds me of all of it. I, I get told and reminded about the hemorrhoids that are my fault. I get told about all of it. She reminds me on the regular, oh, everything man. that is my fault. Then she'll say how much she loves me, but she reminds me about all well of the things for you, I did that wouldn't happen. I know. I'm like, I'm sorry, my bad. I didn't know. I didn't know I was going to do that to you. Yeah. So, what is one thing you do if someone disrespects you or underestimates you?
0: If they underestimate me, I beat them. I beat them. I do that in real estate deals all the time. I have people who underestimate me because they may not be familiar with me or I'm moving in a white male dominated space. And the way that I handle real estate and law, actually, I really prepare for every single thing that I do. I overly prepare the way I mm-hmm. prepare my real estate deals. I, if I'm buying a building, I know the history of everybody who's involved. Mm-hmm. Everything about them. <laughs> uh, I know the history about the property. Then I know how I'm going to offer it. I think I mentioned earlier about me uh, working with a civil engineer on some deals, and I'm a pro at acquisition of properties. So I like to just beat people on the legal side. I just love beating up on the insurance companies because they underestimate me. That I'm have I have a medium sized firm, and we just take them to task. And I don't mind spending money to. Get the experts that we need or get the depositions and other things that we need to, to beat, beat their brains out.
1: That was so calm. <laughs> but as as they see in the memes, it's choosing violence. But so calmly. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so calmly. Just so calm. If you could have seen my face when I heard him say, don't marry that girl for an answer of things to tell your younger self. I can't believe that has come up twice in the speed round, who knew? Also Eric has his talent for merging being super thoughtful with being a beast in business. He's one of those folks that I would never want to be on his bad side or be against him. I love how he mentioned the importance of having like-minded people around you to help you with relationships, that's so important for all aspects of our lives. We can't be at our best for ourselves, let alone anyone else, without doing the work and being willing to grow. So are you loving this episode so far? I'm having a blast just reliving these moments. I wish there was time to include something from every episode, but that's why there will be multiple ones of these special episodes. Next up is Dr. Lisa Herbert from my first ever podcast episode, which was entitled Authenticity, the key to success for women in leadership. It was such an honor for her to start off my podcast. She's not only one of my super friends, but she is a prime example of learning from challenges and taking action to prevent burnout. Tune in for her superpower too. It gave me the biggest laugh. Let's get to it. Better with Dr. Erica. So now it's time for my speed round questions. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Question one, what's the best lesson you learned from your mom?
2: The best lesson I learned from my mom was to treat others how you want to be treated. My mom was a huge, huge proponent of that. I witnessed her. She was friends with everybody down to, you know, the homeless person who hung out on our street to, you know, the president of the company. And that worked well for me in my entire career. I can remember, (laughs) I can remember in, Uh, residency on call. Like I knew everyone. I knew the cafeteria workers. I knew the janitors. I would get, you know, food brought to my on call room. You know, it's just how you treat people and you treat them with respect, no matter where they are, you know, in in their journey. So that was one of the, I think, most important lessons my mom taught me.
1: Oh, I totally love that. That was excellent. Mm -hmm. The next one is almost like a bonus because we, you sort of answered it. But you get another chance, you get another round to do another one. What is one piece of advice you give to your younger self?
2: Ah, one piece of advice
1: um, go for it. Oh, I love it. It goes with your book, Go For It and Physicians Rise rise Up. Yes, go (laughs) for it. I'm looking at your book. It's so It looks so cool back there. That's so cool. (laughs) And what is a favorite gift to yourself? It could be small, it could be big.
2: So, you know, one thing that I did, um, I I guess I can share this. So I had um, signed up for this subscription box, right? To get like Mm -hmm. these really nice, cute, uh, not fancy, but comfortable like pajamas and, you know, girly type stuff. And the first time I got the box, I thought, I'll just do it one time. But I continued with the subscription because I realized that every month that I got it, it was something that. I enjoyed opening it. Added to my self care routine, my nights where I would take my, you know, bubble baths or where I would have candles lit, and I would take out my nice pajamas that I just bought, and it would just be a very nice self love t- t- sort of night. So I, I I love that gift that I give myself every month. My subscription box. <laughs>
1: Cause it's like it's a box. It's like literally getting a gift. You get to unwrap it and unbox it. it, and it probably has the really pretty paper inside. That yes. if you wanted to be like a bad music video, you could throw <laughs> it around, throw it around the house. I totally love it. I mean, I, I, if I didn't have so many PJs and so many slippers and so many of everything, I'd have to ask you <laughs> what it is please never tell me because I'll have more stuff. And I don't need <laughs> more stuff. And that takes us perfectly to the next thing is hypothetically you have a day off. What are you looking forward to doing? <sighs>
2: Honestly, these days I am looking really just to sit outside on my deck with a glass of wine, with a good book or listening to some music. Oh, I just love being outside. I love the outdoors.
1: I, I love it. And especially now it's, if anything I feel like has been taught during this time is it really is the simple things.
2: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: It really is the simple things. And and besides, I've I've seen your porch, balcony, patio situation. It's, <laughs> it's With my amazing. pond in the background. Yeah, yes, listening to I, that. <laughs> I would very much love to be hanging out there. <laughs> so the next one, um, we're leaving self-care for a moment. What is one thing that you do when someone either disrespects you or underestimates you? Wow. So,
2: you know, the one thing that I think is when someone underestimates me or I'm speaking to the audience, someone underestimates you, I think the, the best thing that you can do is to respond with action. I don't think talking about it is as powerful as doing the thing that they think that you can't do. (laughs) right so showing it and just showing out and just doing it doing it by action
1: I love respond with action I totally love it the last of these questions is I know what I would say for you but I want to hear what you say what is your superpower
4: oh
2: (laughs) so my superpower Think. So, I'm going to give you a funny answer and then I'm going to give you another okay. answer. The funny answer is my family would tell you my superpower is cooking my fried chicken. That's my superpower.
1: I never would have guessed fried chicken. Forgive me. I, some mean, I make some good. mean fried chicken. Oh, so cheat day at your house?
2: Yes. <laughs>
1: okay, Keep going. I'm sorry. You don't know. I- <laughs> the Publix got in trouble and I was like, we got to cancel Publix. Right. I love their fried chicken. So now I feel better. So keep going now.
2: My other superpower, I really think it's it's my ability to listen. I feel like, you know, when I'm in the presence of others and I've noticed this in my coaching as well, that I don't really have to say much and I get, a—I get everything that I need. I get all the information that I need to help that person. And I feel people feel comfortable talking to me and telling me, you know, their problems or just sharing news. So I think, I think my superpower is listening. I
1: I, I love that. I mean, and, and fried chicken. Now I want fried <laughs> chicken, you know, and, and that's such a twist because I finally made crumble, homemade crumble tofu to make spaghetti that was meatless and, and it was good, but it won't compare to good. I know. Uh, and it's a treat when I make it,
2: because I obviously, you know, it's not the healthiest of things, but it's good.
1: Oh, oh my God. That just made my day. <laughs> yeah, that made all of my day. Like, all of my day. <laughs> <laughs> yep, cooking fried chicken. You heard it here. Move over, Publix Chicken. I'm still waiting on getting some of that famous fried chicken. I need to call her as soon as I finish this episode. So... Who knows, (laughs) I'll keep you posted. Also being present is a gift that keeps on giving. You never know what fun facts you can learn from people in your life when you listen. Marie Kondo just came out with a new show just in time to keep me from ordering that self care subscription box when I literally don't need one more thing in my home. It's so essential to be intentional about self care and that is one of Dr. Lisa's additional superpowers but remember that self-care doesn't cure everything sometimes the solution is making major changes looking at the root cause taking action or seeking a mental health professional like me guess what i love getting the chance to soak up all of this wisdom also i love that advice to just go for it i think back through my life and how many times that i didn't go for it out of fear or doubt that's one of the things that i admire about young people (laughs) I feel some type of way about the fact that I can call millennials and younger young people. It's amazing how much freedom you can find when you just go for it and don't hold yourself back. One of my favorite things is from my cousin, Larry Ray. He says, never tell yourself, no, you should try it. Let me know what happens when you do. Next up is Dr. Dre from episode 17 called Let's Talk About Sex and Mental Health. (laughs) Yes, I did an episode where we talked some about sex. Hey, you got to do it. He is sure to bring you some laughs. He's not only brilliant, but he's my business coach and one of the reasons you even hear me on this podcast. He is one of the most profound and entertaining superpowers that I heard in all of season one. He is an example of how when you do what you love, it doesn't feel like work. Let me quit telling you about it and let you hear it for yourself.
2: Better with Dr. Erica.
1: So, so let, let's let go to the speed round. Ready?
4: <laughs> okay, yeah. What's the speed? I just tell you yes or no. It's no,
1: okay. you get to answer the question. It's just. Oh, answer the question. Let's do yeah. it. Speed round. Du, 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 du. I wish I had a little. Um, bell to ding like ding ding ding, ding. but but um, my personal sound effects I'm realizing that's not my strength either uh, <laughs> so what's the best lesson you learned from your mom
4: stay humble very important always oh. know where you're from you know I'm from the country people don't believe it but I'm from the country so uh, you know country 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 I'm a country boy
1: I love it thinking <laughs> yeah, mean, about Kendrick Lamar that song
4: humble Stay humble always, yeah.
1: And what's one piece of advice you'd like to tell your younger self?
4: Oh my God, being gay is your superpower. Embrace it. Everyone's jelly. <laughs> I can't <laughs> even be mad at that. Embrace it early. I
1: I love that. I never thought of, I never thought of putting it in the context of being gay as your superpower.
4: Oh my God, yeah. If you look at all of my life and everything I've done, from being as, you know, I have several businesses, so that organization of that many businesses, there's some kind of estrogen up there, okay? Women, you know, people with estrogen can multitask. So some, some of that has helped me do what I can do now.
1: Look at you basically being like, I get the best of everything.
4: Correct. <laughs> I got a little, little bit of that in my brain that can help me stay organized. So, yes. Be engaged with my superpower, embrace it early, oh, early on.
1: Got it. So the next thing is, what is a favorite gift to yourself?
4: Uh, peace. So people who bother me, I don't talk to. People who are negative, I don't talk to. People who are just not happy with themselves, I just don't talk to. So having my inner peace is important. That's my, the biggest gift I can give myself.
1: I can't be mad at that.
4: That's that's every day. People, you know how I am. Someone says something crazy. I'm like, okay, well, you have a good day. I keep it moving.
1: (laughs) I'm just glad I get to stay on the good side of Dr. Dre.
4: (laughs) Of course, because Goodwin.
1: Uh, Yes. You were
4: named for that. (laughs) If you're good, you win. You were named. Win is in your name. Good is in your name. So, I mean, there's a purpose in everything.
1: I will take that. Yeah. I was just born. It just happened. So you
4: have a day off. Kind of. Not really, but.
1: (laughs) I'm just saying I didn't personally have, I just showed up with however God, everybody put this all together.
4: Yes. However the universe put it together. Correct. Yeah.
1: You have a day off. What are you looking forward to doing?
4: Um, dancing on my pole, maybe bartending with some friends. Uh, Sourcing products. <laughs> so this just, is not like a really day off, right? So sourcing products. I think it's fun. That's like fun to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. The sourcing product is like fun. Like last night I was looking up candle vessels. Like it's like fun.
1: I I, I looked at the candle vessels, but I was I was really laughing Cause you were on live, and I'm messaging. I'm like, he ain't even looking at who's messaging him or who's actually responding to looking, his live. You didn't say hi, Dr. Back. Erica, when Dr. Erica was like, "Which one did you like?" You said the clear one. Mm-mm.
4: I didn't actually okay. comment
1: until later. I did the black.
4: There was no black. Black. The minute. black ten. Oh, the black ten,
1: girl.
4: No. Okay. So, all right, it's fine.
1: <laughs> Offline, you know I will tell you why I like the black tin.
4: Y'all like tents because y'all travel a lot.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's a double purpose. Y'all like them. <laughs> we do. It's because we are on it's the move. Dual
4: purpose, dual.
1: Yeah, because I cool. love I love you know I have candles and stuff that I love that you know I'll take them to work. I'll take them on the road. You can kind of take them anywhere.
4: You love them, you know. I just don't like those tents. I need to find something else. I don't like those tents though. I need something small. But I love sourcing products, I love coaching, I love dancing, hanging out, and I love sex.
1: So it sounds like on your day off, it would be source some products, get on the pole, (laughs) have some sex, source some products. (laughs) You know, call somebody for one coaching call, get back on the (laughs) pole, have some sex.
4: (laughs) Yeah. So, like, having a day – so, when you think about day off, like, I feel like I have a lot of days off because I'm doing what I want to do. So, I don't ever say, okay, I'm going to block my schedule. I'm doing absolutely nothing. No, I just live life. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, it does. And I feel like I need to get there.
4: I just live life. So, it's like – You know, if my China vendors or my people call me, I'm like, oh, my God, I'll get on the phone with them and chat for hours. But I just live life. That's what it's about.
1: I feel all the warm and
4: fuzzies.
1: (laughs) I'm waiting. I can't wait to hear what you say to this one. What's one thing you do when someone either disrespects you or underestimates you?
4: Oh, I laugh. Yeah. So I um, was trained at an early age to laugh when people act crazy. So you probably never noticed this, Dr. Erica. Have you ever heard me like giggle? I'm like, ha, 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 ha. Uh-huh. that's because someone, that's my way of telling them back off. So I will giggle and leave the area. I, I do that a lot. So pay attention to that. If something happens and I'm like, giggle about it. That means that it was inappropriate.
1: <laughs> I, I will pay yeah. attention to that.
4: Yeah. Pay attention to that. that means, so that's what I do. I usually, I laugh and keep moving. As you know, people always underestimate someone of me. You know, I'm a black male. I'm gay. I'm from the country. People always underestimate the underdog. However, you know, we have so many superpowers that make us great.
1: Well, that's a great segue for the last question, which is what's your superpower? So uh, you have to name another one other than being gay.
4: Okay. So. Because I know you story. have more than one. Well, my ability to multitask.
1: It is epic, <laughs> like like I, I'm in awe of it every time.
4: Yeah, my ability to multitask, I know more about my students' projects than they know sometimes. I'm like, I know like boom, 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 boom. Like my ability to multitask is amazing.
1: It is amazing. I wish that every young person that has struggled with feeling other from their race, interest, class to sexual identity could feel accepted and unconditionally loved. I smile every time Dr. Drees says that his superpower is being gay. I think of how different some of my patients, family members, and friends' lives would be if they had been taught that being gay or part of the LGBTQIA community was a superpower. The LGBTQ community has higher rates of mental health issues. Lesbian, gay, and bisexual adults are more than twice as likely as heterosexual adults to experience a mental health condition. Transgender individuals are nearly four times as likely as cisgender individuals to experience a mental health condition. Let's just do what we can to help turn otherness into acceptance and to help fill everyone's cup. I look at it as life is better with a 128 box of crayons versus the eight pack. All of the variety just makes everything better. Now onto that day off, did you hear that? Getting on the pole and sourcing products. <laughs> he literally put all of the things in there. It's amazing what happens when your work is so aligned with your purpose and what you enjoy. He just totally inspires me. I challenge all of you to continue to find ways to make your work and your profession align with what your purpose is, along with what activities you actually find fun. It can just be a game changer. I'm still working on this, too, but I'm getting better at it. One example is I love this podcast, and it doesn't feel like work. If you could just see me chair dancing to Kirk Franklin on a plane while scripting this episode in my bio romper because I'm not catching the cooties on a plane covered head to toe with a hood on. I can't even make this up. Well, guess what? We're getting near the end. Thanks so much for listening. I can't believe that we've come to the end of an episode. I feel like I need to do an ugly cry like Viola Davis or Olivia Pope. Yes, I said Olivia Pope, not Kerry Washington, because I'm sad that this episode is over. I hope you picked up some inspiration to put you back into your life. I can't wait for you to hear the remaining bonus episodes over the break prior to season two starting. In the meantime, you can also go back and listen to season one episodes or re-listen to your favorites. I have some great things coming for you, and the podcast is getting better and better. Talking about better, one of the things that will help this podcast get even better and bring more quality content to you is sharing it. Please share the podcast with family, friends, or even your Uber driver. Share it anywhere. Share it on your social media. All of our lives get better when the lives of those around us improve. Also, can you do me one more big favor? It won't take long. Please subscribe or follow this podcast. Then, can you rate and review it? five stars pretty please you may not see the option on all platforms but it definitely is there on audible and apple podcasts thanks for trusting me with your time and choosing to give me the honor of being in your ears i can't wait to see where this journey takes us don't forget that season two starts on september 28th with new episodes releasing on tuesdays keep an eye out because i still have some more bonuses in store for you before the new season starts until next time have a better day